This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today we're talking about what's mine is yours. Question mark. Let's go. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by GetFaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Get hooked up with a licensed professional counselor in the comfort of your own home. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, we have a question. So if you have any questions, please remember to email us or send it to us via Instagram or Facebook and it may get the answer to the show. All right, newlywed question. Uh, What do people think of what's yours is mine and what's mine is yours? Is this 100% true all the time in marriage, or can a few things be mine? For example, something as simple as a favorite snack or drink in the cupboard, or as complex as having your own laptop for work or student purposes. I really need my laptop to be accessible at all times since I am completing a nutrition internship that has lots of homework. Came home from work, and my husband is using it to play a game, and I was mad. Am I overreacting? We had a discussion about it, but I would love some feedback from you guys who are much wiser and have much more marriage experience than we do. Thank you very much. We've been married 17 years. We got three kids. And yes, in fact, we are wise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sending in that yeah. question. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. And this is a great question because a lot of people... I'm curious to know what your answer is because we haven't talked about this ahead of time. I know. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> a lot of people what? You weren't about to say it. I was about to say it. A lot it. of people what? A lot of people, especially newlyweds, go, oh, we're married. I don't know where I end and you begin. Oh, this is us. We're just <laughs> dust. What is yours is mine, and mine is yours. I don't even know. We we extinguish one candle and we light the unity candle. Oh, all this stuff, right? <laughs> that was good. I liked was that. That, good? that was good. That was very off the cuff there, and that is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a lot of people get that from Christian culture. And just kind of pop culture, like the Jerry Maguire. We talk about this all the time. Oh, you completely blah, 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 right? No, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. You 
were a person before you met your husband or wife, mm-hmm. and you will continue to be a person during your marriage, after one of you die, mm-hmm. whatever. If you get divorced, you whatever. Exist, you existed before, you exist currently, and you will exist after, okay? Without them. With or without them, right? So this has two kind of prongs here. One is how not to do it. The other is how to do it correctly, respectively, and loving. Respectfully? Respectfully and in a loving way. Mm -hmm. So what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine. Um, I believe that there is great benefit in becoming a married couple in sharing the same bank account. Okay, mm-hmm. now just follow me here because okay. a lot of people are like, oh, separate and this is my money and this is his money and this and mm-hmm. or her money and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff, which, okay, I get that. But in my experience in marriage, I've only been married once and with other people who have successful marriages, they share a lot of things. Isn't it? it it's not my house. It's our house. Right. It's not my money. It's our money. Now I can go out and say, hey, I sold, let's say that I sold my rifle that I've had for a very long time and sold that and got $400 from it and wanted to get a new rifle. Okay, well, we have a conversation about that. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I sell it, now it goes into the pot. My where rifle. it's like, oh, well, I, you can't spend that money. That's our money. What the hell are you doing? No, it's not like that. It's like, hey, we talked about this beforehand. I sold it so I could do something different with that money. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not being selfish or weird. It's like, taking an asset that was mine last time I checked, you don't use my rifle. <laughs> Not that you're aware of. Right? Um, so it's like, oh, it's your van. It's our van, mm-hmm. but who drives it? Mm-hmm. Who decorates it? This lady. Who everything's it, mm-hmm. right? I change the oil and take it to get gas and tires and stuff like that, but that's just, I consider that my job, right? So I don't want to get too far off the thing, but when we enter into marriage thinking, you complete me, I don't know where I begin and you end, blah, blah, blah. That is setting yourself up for a failure, right? So, and also, this is also a boundary conversation. Yeah, I was literally right? just going like, to say that this is a big boundary. So many couples go, well, well, that that's that's my snack and you ate it and what are you doing? That's mine. You know I like that. You know I have low blood sugar. Why'd you do that? And they get all bent out of shape and butt hurt and all this stuff to where it's like, oh, no. Don't be a weirdo miser. Share your stuff, right? But, okay, so um, I have perfect example. I have snacks in the thing. I have these bars because I'm doing whatever keto, low-carb kind of thing. I'm like, hey, people, don't eat these bars, please. They're reserved for me. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dad, can I have part of that bar? Sure, buddy. Here. Uh, hey, Seth, there's nothing sweet in the thing. Can I have part of your bar? Okay, fine, right? Now, if it's the last one or whatever, you know, kind of thing, so there's like, I'm not just a weirdo about stuff, right? You have ham. I don't like eat all the ham. I eat all the ham. Right. If there was like two pieces left, it'd be like, okay, that's Melanie's. I'm not going to mess with it. I'll just eat something else or not eat, right? So um, also going to the laptop thing. Now, this is the big one. You said even something as big as a laptop and you got to have your own stuff to do what you do, right? right? You're doing the internship. You need the computer. Your husband doesn't need to do it to do some stupid ass game or something like that, right? Yeah, I'm judging. Yeah, we're not very pro game. Like in if you're this house. A, you know a gamer and you're 30 years old and you're playing more games than not, then come on, bro, what are you doing? Kind of thing. Or if you're working your ass off and you're like, yeah, I like to blow off steam by playing a, a you know an hour's worth of game or something with my buddies. Mario sure. Kart. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care about that, right? Um, so get your own computer, save up, and have your own things, but also know that. 
yeah, that's his mostly. I can use it sometimes. Um, and she can use my stuff sometimes too. Like we have a million things that you never even touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you wanted to, you could. Right. Go I would for say, it. I, I think in this case, you're looking at creating, especially because you're talking about being a newlywed. Um, the, and I do want to kind of re- back up, like rewind a little bit that when you are first married and in relationships in the beginning, you have a different chemical going through your body, phenylethylamine, Mm -hmm. that is basically like dopamine. It's just, it's a part of that system. Learn all about it on the Andrew Huberman podcast. Mm -hmm. But uh, basically, you're not thinking clearly, like legitimately. You're kind of thinking in la-la land, like rose-colored glasses. Everything will be fine. I will never get annoyed of this. And of course you can have it, right? Like, But that goes away as Mm -hmm. that chemical goes away over time, like months. It goes away over months and sometimes years. But um, so that's the first thing I want to say is that the way you feel now about things like that, like, oh, this will never bother me. It's so cute that mm-hmm. he can never get his socks in the hamper. Like, it ain't going to be cute when you've you know been what married. I call that? Mm-hmm. It's called the good time buddy syndrome. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we get into this all the time. I'm just really glad that you cut me off. Oh, sorry. Sorry, good time buddy. So anyway, uh, what I was saying, not you, me, was that... Um, <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> That I want to acknowledge that that chemical exists. And there's multiple reasons I want to bring it up. Because again, you're starting out your marriage or your relationship. It's almost like you're laying a track or a freeway, right? And the first few months of what you establish is very hard to go back and change. So if you establish in the first few months, oh yeah, use my stuff. I mean, I guess I shouldn't care because people say what's mine is yours and yours is mine. Like, no, establish, like, I, you may use this sometimes. Please always ask. So if Seth was using my computer, I mean, I'm going to use this as an example, the computer thing specifically. If he was using it all the time, I would say, hey, can you just let me know? Because maybe I don't want to use too much data. You don't ever erase anything. Like, the, I would have an issue with that from a like a that standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want it to be accessible. I don't want you closing out any tabs, any projects I'm working on, like, whatever. And so I would ask him, can you please just ask me first? And then if he goes, yeah, cool, then that's great. Awesome. And then every once in a while, if he asks or if he uses it without asking, I can have a, I can be flexible Mm -hmm. and loving and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm maybe I'm annoyed a little bit, but yeah, just try to ask. Right. But if it's like he uses it every day and oh, sorry, I forgot to ask. Right. Then it's not okay. And it's a boundary that he's not respecting. Right. Um, So that again, I I just really want to talk about how when you're very first married, your your brain is sort of like farting off. It's not doing the right thing sometimes. And then uh, as you grow in your relationship, you do need your own stuff and you do need to have boundaries, but you also need to have like loving, respecting mm-hmm. behavior and conversations around it. Um, and this is not a hard and fast rule for everything, mm-hmm. right? Like a stick of gum has a different value <laughs> on it than my car, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we, I don't know. We really do share everything, so... Yeah, I think that we have shared stuff. We used to share a toothbrush, like for years. Yeah, had the same exact. And toothbrush. I just, I didn't care. Right. I'm like, we probably we make still out would, but... an F. What do I care about a toothbrush? That's rude. That's no, it's so not. Like... It's like oral sex is happening all the time. <laughs> Why do I care about a toothbrush? Why is like, oh man, I about made don't all kinds of sounds and stuff. Any, oh, gross. That's Please so don't. Funny. Like, okay, those things happen. I'm worried about. A toothbrush, right? A piece of plastic, mm-hmm. but I will. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, okay, yeah. And I think we're we may have been weird in that. In fact, I was thinking about this today. I was like, you trust me so much with money stuff and insurance stuff. It's like you haven't asked about 
life insurance, 401k, mortgage bills, electricity bills. I see, the, I see it everywhere, though. You know what I'm like saying? I see our emails. Right, so that implicit trust is something that I take seriously. It's like, right. I've got to have all my shit together because mm-hmm. she's trusting me to do this. Now, is it a burden? No. I right. I enjoy doing it. And that, I think, not, I not, not a lot of couples have that kind of level, you know? Right. Which is great. I'm not part of the world of the 10,000 things. Nobody knows what that Hashtag means. Hashtag Wayne Dyer. If you love Wayne Dyer Hashtag like I do, that's not Wayne Dyer. You, I know, Ching. it's Dao Ching. He's trying to front me I on said my it own first. front. What's his name? Sadhguru. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no. Different country. Uh, what is his name? Lao oh my God, Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. <laughs> uh, but but mm-hmm. for really, though, like I do trust you very much and there's a... I'm not kidding when I say that I'm not in the world of the 10,000 things, which is like sort of a joke, but not. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that if you screw that stuff up and you choose to screw it up, well, I'm not going to be able to stop you. Right. Like, I know that sounds weird, mm-hmm. but whatever. So back to the... What? I have... uh, I, th- So... I want to be respectful of this because I know that this could have been us 17 years ago right. asking the same kind of question mm-hmm. going, what do you mean? I don't understand. And I just want to do everything right. Right. So let me just give you a piece of like loving advice. It's awesome that you want to do everything right. I would say to be open about those things. Right. And if you're holding on like with a closed fist of like, oh, he can't do this and all that stuff. I would suggest you let it go and then say what you want. Like, okay, the computer stuff. Hey, babe. Playing your video games takes up all the RAM on my computer and makes it crash later when I'm trying to do internship stuff. I let's get you a computer, like for real. You could mm-hmm. probably get a gaming computer for five hundred dollars, right? Or, so it's not that it's not a ton of money. Or mm-hmm. you are not welcome to do gaming on my internship computer, right? That's right. also so, a so you can you can have boundaries around that and still be highly differentiated, mm-hmm. highly loving, and highly dedicated to one another understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I did. When we first got married, I was like, oh my gosh, I was hypersensitive of like, I want to do everything right. Mm -hmm. A lot of that was from church. A lot of that was from culture, but then also an innate desire for my own self just to like, hey, I want to do right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, just do right Right. towards myself, towards you, towards the marriage. And a lot of that was really misguided, I Mm -hmm. would say. Right. So, um, a lot of that um, was like the world of the 10,000 things, which basically just means like stupid shit that doesn't matter. Right, means. right. And expectations and assumptions right. and stuff like that. And um, it's amazing how that stuff traps people. It traps people in their marriage. We it, have, get, I mean, it, I, it makes people get divorced. Right, yeah. Right? Trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Trying to like preemptively do all the things right and check right. all the boxes, but like never talking about it deeply. Yes, and here is something that I've run into and I'm I'm not wrestling with it, but I have been just thinking really deeply about it lately uh, in relationship to like literally thousands of hours of clients that I've seen in therapy and then also more recently coaching clients and the role of anxiety mm-hmm. and how anxiety either like I'm having panic attacks that are just debil- debilitating or low level anxiety which has taken me away from being present, from being real, I'm more irritable than not kind of thing. That's like spectrum of anxiety messes so much stuff up and we are so used to just boiling in that water. We're like, mm, I don't know, it's 212 degrees or 211 degrees. It's not boiling, I'm not on fire, but it's 211 degrees. Wow, hmm, I'm just used to this, right? So we're used to living in that uh, we're, we're used to living cooker. into it, right? So it doesn't, it's like, whoa, this is how I just act anyway. So what's what's the big deal, right? 
but I've seen it so recently that a husband is hypersensitive on certain things that literally don't matter that his wife is doing. And they have the same argument over and over Uh and over. Or conversely, the wife is so freaking uptight about her own anxiety, maybe around her own body or whatever. What? Oh, who are you looking at? What's going on? What? Right. You see her? She was pretty. What are you doing? You should never should look at anybody but me. All the time. Used to do that all the time. And I and I really think, and this is my like psychoeducational piece, that it comes from a spirit and a, a place of anxiety. And of course, that's on a scale of one to 10, major panic attacks. I can't do anything to like low level. What is going on? Why is that so annoying to me? Right. So part of it is, and this, it's it's a privilege of being married for 17 years. I'm like, that shit don't matter. What are you talking about? Call me when you're dying or call me when the world's on fire. But like what you're bringing right now is bullfucking shit. <laughs> I wish you talked to me that way when you were mad. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that would have caused more problems. We could try. Well, anyway, um, so I know that's a place of privilege that I'm talking about. Like, bro, like what? Mm-hmm. What? You're worried about that? Lady, seriously, there are other people in the world. So, yeah, he's with you. So take that and smoke it. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. And like, look for what it really is, not for what it is not. Right. right? So it is your own level of anxiety really messing things up. So my remedy to that is get right to have a right marriage. Right? Sure, but people don't know how to get right. I think that's a strange mm-hmm. thing to say, but I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I will offer this thought additionally to Seth. <laughs> I feel like I talked a thousand. You're like, okay, you, you probably lost everybody, but now here, what okay. I'll say. It's fine. It's cool. I hope it was helpful. It was, I think, to some people. I cussed a lot. It was funny. So I think the way that I would love to address this is that, like you're talking about anxiety and how this question relates to anxiety. And she mm-hmm. is asking is what's mine and yours and blah, blah, blah. Is like that always a thing? So she's obviously having some anxiety around not living that way, right? Mm. The anxiety is, and I don't believe that, but I'm kind of afraid to say that. And I just don't want him to be on my freaking computer playing mm. games. And right? I don't want you to feel guilty for like wanting your own computer right. or wanting your own snacks. Like I don't want to rock the boat or whatever. You can have that. Go for it. Knock yourself out. That is not selfish or weird in marriage. If he thinks it is, then he has some work to do. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, so back to what I was saying, not you, uh, is this <laughs> idea that I think it's a very great practice to begin asking yourself why you're thinking the way you're thinking about anything. It could be about how you talk to your kids, how your husband talks to you. Um, Can you give an example of that? Yes. But like saying, I kind of want my husband to not play games on my computer. Ask yourself why you're thinking that. Now, that's not like a, why are you thinking that? Like it's not an accusatory thing. It's a Let's expand our thoughts into more depth around this. So why am I thinking? Why do I want my husband to not play on my computer? What what does that mean to me? Okay, if he didn't play on my computer, that would show me that he values the work I'm doing on it and that maybe he's doing something more uh, useful with his time over here. So again, like play the scenarios out in your head of what it means, what it might turn into, all of that stuff. So um, I don't want my husband to play on my computer. Why am I asking? Why why is that that I'm feeling that? Well, he could do more valuable things. I would feel safer about my computer. And when I feel safer about my computer, I feel more solid in my family because 
or, you know, maybe you didn't have a lot of money and that computer's a really expensive big deal, mm. right? That's so a good point. I like that you brought that up. Right. Like, this also has family of origin mm-hmm. implications. Oh, I finally got a computer because we were always too poor to have one. Right. And now he's trying to play freaking games on it. Right. That's not respectful. Right. I hate that. I don't like that. And that is 100% okay that you feel that way. Yes. Because that's real feeling. But we got to so. get to the thing beneath a thing, right? Ah. That's kind of the goal here in this mm. question, this line of thinking. Like, because there is no set answer. It's not black and white. It's a rainbow. So it's a rainbow sphere going all the different ways, right? It's everything. Mm. It's an ocular migraine like I got where a rainbow twisted in my eye, which is the weirdest thing ever. Um, eye? My eye. But I want you to get to this, uh, this place in mm. any context, again, where you are feeling and thinking something that is in conflict with what you're living, right? And then ask yourself why. And again, the answer may That's be, good. yeah. And, and I, I say it this way sometimes, like don't get stuck in the question. Start questioning the questions, right? Start questioning the thoughts that you have about a thing. Did you make and that up? see, yes, I did. But I might not have, but I think I did. So you might find out that, oh, it's a very logical thing. I, I want to protect this computer because we don't have a ton of money and I value the financial, like I made an investment into this and simply I just want to protect this computer. That mm-hmm. might be what you find out. Or you might find out that, my brothers never let me have anything and I'm the youngest and everyone took everything away from me. And when Mm. my husband uses my computer, it triggers this thing inside of me from my childhood that makes me feel like crap. And that's where you would go get the clearing structure on the website and and use I statements. Because like you said, there's always a thing below the thing. And it's like, oh, this thing triggers this of my brother doing this or my mom and dad Mm -hmm. or my family of origin. We were dirt poor or whatever, whatever kind of thing. So yes, both of those answers are right for questioning your thinking about anything both of those conclusions are correct, mm. right? They're going to be different for every person, every scenario, everything. So in that general thing of like, well, what's mine and what's yours? There's so many factors to take into place or to put into place in how it works. And it's going to be different for everything. So I think at the base and the core of it is freaking mm-hmm. talk about these things, right? Yeah. Talk about them openly, lovingly, really well. I think where we get into a problem is when people start to, what? What do you need? Just say it with words. We have a call at four. Who we do? That's right. Oh my gosh. So start to uh, clarify these things with communication, but I'll really encourage you, if you're going to communicate about these Mm -hmm. things that you feel hesitant about, two things really important. One, do not come in angry. Do not come in like pissed, Mm -hmm. right? That's not going to help. Two, come in with curiosity and flexibility, Mm -hmm. right? These these are going to be different on all different levels for every different relationship Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. So I, I love this too, because obviously you want to do right, right. which I really appreciate. Right. And you already have a curiosity like, hey, what do I do in this? Am I wrong for this? So just that mindset is super, super duper good. And it's a mindset, honestly, that I wish we had more of oh, yeah. when we were newly, newlyweds. So yeah. I just want to encourage you right there. You are on the right track, asking these questions, mm-hmm. thinking about the things like, oh, I don't want to, what is right. this kind of thing? So continue this quest and super good luck to you. And if you want any more clarifying questions, obviously you wrote in. So right. please write in again. Say, hey, you answered my question. This is oh, me again. And the clearing structure that Seth mentioned, you can go to anatomyofus.com and get the clearing structure in our resources list. It's a tool that we created from therapeutic stuff. That's so right. Find that there. Um, and if you have not rated and reviewed our show on iTunes, please do it now. I want to hit that 1000 mark. We are so freaking close. Oh, we're going to hit Can it. Can you make it happen for us? If you like what we said today, make that happen for us. Go to rate, what? Go to iTunes and rate and review our share. And we love you guys. Thank right, guys. you. And keep on sending in your questions. Have a All great right. day. Adios. All right, bye.